Attention Pokemon players, you're listening to Triple P Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast. Bonus episode five. <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, thank you for joining us today for, as Jake has announced, uh, our fifth bonus episode. Uh, today, we'll be actually talking about our local Heroes, Inc. tag team qualifier event number three, because, Jake, you got a new teammate. I sure did. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the one and only Mike Stizzy412. Nice to be here. Nice to be here. Yes. And congratulations on your run. That's uh, super awesome. Thank you very much. There was very close matches there. Yeah, for sure. Um, so before we get into any kind of questions, um, um, let us know who you are and uh, kind of how you got into Pokemon and anything you want to kind of share about yourself uh, before we kind of get into this. Okay. Um, so I'm just a normal 30-year-old man playing a kid's game. That's very fun. I started getting into Pokemon was probably about 10 years old buying Mm -hmm. getting the base set stuff um i subsequently stopped collecting and sold all of my original stuff that's probably worth a ton of money now was that during your too cool for pokemon phase uh yeah probably my teenage years i would guess (laughs) Um, everybody has them and then i uh one random day i was with my friend brian who also plays in all of these tournaments and we were at a barnes and nobles and he start he told me that he started collecting them again and i was like oh, okay i'll buy uh i bought one of the the great balls with like the three different packs in it mm-hmm. and uh we decided to start playing then and it's just been collecting and playing since then that was about a year and a half almost two years ago now nice nice that's really neat yeah, we, we started playing with, like, theme decks at first, and then we slowly started buying the more expensive cards and then started going to the different tournaments and stuff at the comic book stores, which mm-hmm. uh, it was really nice to have something to do on the weekend. Yeah, for sure. It's a great, uh, you know, pastime, um, not only just the game, but just uh, the community in large, like, uh, you know, let nationally um, or internationally and plus just the local level um our pittsburgh group here is super awesome at all the different venues but uh specifically heroes inc because i think we're kind of like we're friends but it's almost kind of like a, a, a you know little pokemon family yeah I've, I've i've been lucky enough to make it out to a couple events there uh most of we mostly played at uh new dimension in the waterfront and then i i live about five minutes maybe more like 10 from top deck so that's where mm-hmm. i started playing before the uh the pandemic and then i haven't really played much since yeah well, well that's why very... that's why i think we're all really appreciative of uh ptcgo doing this online version of a team event because it kind of brings it keeps us all you know interacting we, you know we try to do it within discord and stuff just being able to chat through it, and i find that fun to go to the table and feel like i'm I have that live experience still. Yeah. So, And, and on top of that, um, since, you know, these have started, um, you know, when Ryan won his and now Mike, um, we kind of started the Discord chat um, for the team, uh, for the people that made it in. That way we can kind of like do, um, you know, deck deck analysis and all that stuff. Um, I think we'll kind of dive deeper in once we get the fourth member. Um, but it's definitely a, a good community building kind of thing. Just, you know, 
collaborating with one another, trying to work as a goal to, you know, beat other stores up. Oh yeah. I'm ready. Yes, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. So um, before we kind of get into the tournament, we have a standard four questions. We like to ask each guest on their first time on the show. Um, So Nick, you want to start us off here? Yeah. So uh, as always, if you played any of the games and even if you didn't, but uh, who's your favorite starter Pokemon? Uh, so I played one game. It was Pokemon Blue. Nice. So I rolled with Squirtle, and nice. uh, he's probably he would be my favorite starter. Nice, <laughs> solid choice. That's that was uh, that was mine as well. <laughs> cool. So uh, yeah, next question is just your favorite overall Pokemon. Uh, it doesn't have to be because of video games. It could be uh, you know a card game or any reason really. Um, so what's your favorite Pokemon in general? Uh, I have a few. I think it would probably be like a tie between uh, Gengar and Dragonite. Ooh. Those are my two favorites. That's an interesting choice. Why Why are those two? Uh, Gengar looks really cool. I like the art on all on the card, like on the original cards. And Dragonite, I don't, I don't know. I just like Dragonite because it's Dragon. And then I remember getting the promo card from going to see the movie. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Very All right. Awesome. Well, speaking of cards, then, um, what's your fi- what's your favorite card in the game? It could be for whatever reason, the art. Uh, it could be in standard because of it's played, or just you know. So, uh, so uh, my favorite card would probably be the Mewtwo and Mew tag team because of the great versatility, and I do like the the art on the card as well. It was also one of my first big pulls at a pre at my first pre-release that I did. Oh, that's cool. That's an awesome pull. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I was really excited about that one. That's right. I mean, I would be too. Uh, Did you end up pulling any other uh, Pokemon that you can, uh, or uh, any Pokemon you can kind of use his ability with, um, or was he kind of just like a dead card for that tournament? Uh, It was a dead card. I've, (laughs) I think I've pulled, a uh, few like of the rare cards in pre-releases and i've never been able to use any of them unfortunately <laughs> yeah it's always a great feeling to pull like a, a, a one of those cards but a lot of the times yeah you can't you can't play with them uh because they're just uh <laughs> now wait hold on i had a requaza <laughs> the vivid voltage one the amazing rare and i made sure i played that was it well, a good uh, yeah, yeah no. Rayquaza <laughs> was is definitely one of those cards you could have done that with, but like Mewtwo <laughs> Mew requires other Pokemon, or or if you get like a V Max or something, it's like okay, cool. Well, right. I can't use you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I I ran for Sonya's, which you should never run for. Sonya's. I mean, I, I mean, in a pre-release, you can. How yeah. do you get four Sonya's in a pre-release? <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. So, uh, getting back on topic, though. Yeah, so what's the solid card- choice? What's the card you hate the most, or what, what do you find worse for the game right now? Crushing Hammer. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's another although, one. That- I know some people would say ADP, but I think uh, Crushing Hammer. The balance of a whole entire game shouldn't be on resting on one coin flip. Yeah, I, I think in a slower format, um, it doesn't matter as much. But whenever you know we're in such an aggro. Um, kind of format where like every turn matters and if if uh you just miss that one extra energy and can't get off and running as fast as possible like all the other decks can um it just it puts you back like a turner or maybe even two on just one you know hammer it yeah 
yep. yeah that's basically the reason why yeah <laughs> i can't i it's gonna be a while but uh yeah i can't wait for a, a world without hammers i mean it's fine uh i've tried to play around it recently yeah i, I mean like, there are strategies you can it, do it, for it sure. dictates it dictates pretty much all the decks now um and un- for a unfortunate side i think not because it makes you in my mind a better player to because you have to play around it it's just more along the lines of if you want to even participate which that's 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 a whole other topic for a whole other yeah. day, though. Yeah. Well, no, we're here to celebrate Mike and his yeah. accomplishments um, for making the team. Um, so, actually, let's just kind of dive into that. Um, so, Sounds good. this was the third one. Uh, what what list did you run? I ran a uh, Lightning Mewtwo deck, also known as Mewtwo, I guess. Yeah. Um, because uh, I, I've been playing Picarom since I first started, so... That was like the first, I bought one of the tins and I started slowly building around the that card. So, so I have, you, I'm very familiar with that card and I, I like the versatility of this list in comparison to a straight Picarom list. Yeah, definitely it, it covers more matchup spreads than straight, uh, straight Picarom for sure. And is that kind of the reason you brought it to this uh, this event? Uh, yeah. I've, I've, I've really wanted to play Dragapult. I just don't think it could compete. So, I played uh, this. Dra- Dragon could win, especially if there's no uh, Eternatus out there for sure. That is, that's true. Um, Which yeah, I, in, in this event there wasn't. I thoroughly was, not a single Eternatus in the <laughs> entire uh, event. Uh, tag team number three. So, uh, which blew my mind. Yeah, I, I, I assume that there would be at least one of those every time yeah, that's, that's why a, i usually shy away from it because they don't even need to fill the bench to knock you out with with the, with the weakness so yeah right in, in comparison i i mean you ran peak rom in number two um correct everybody else did too <laughs> everyone yes. else did too except for the three of us and i was one of those three <laughs> but then this one it was so i was expecting something very similar and instead we had Everyone ran. There's only one repeat in the entire thing. Uh, you know, you have your deck, the winning deck, the Lightning Mewtwo. Uh, then we had a f- cool Spear Tomb Dawn fan deck, uh, two Sena like Scorches, a Wet Mewtwo, <laughs> one ADPZ, and then one Colossal, and then just a standard Picarom. So, I mean, that it's kind of interesting how diverse that the group came with this time it just kind of caught me off guard um you know i was sitting on the sidelines i didn't get to participate but just to see that pop up was kind of interesting yeah i was also expecting a lot of peak rom so i teched in a megalopony jigglypuff <laughs> into yeah. my list and it actually did help at one point uh, against the adp matchup that i had okay nice. it didn't really it almost cost me in uh the dawn fan matchup though because yeah. it was the weakness so what all what all gx pokemons did you have your mewtwo make use in this one then um so i used i used that attack once uh i found the vileplume gx to be very very useful uh with Mm -hmm. the low low energy cost for the attack um 
in the finals, I was I also used uh, Horror House GX from Gengar Mimikyu. Yeah. So that that helped me get set up for an extra turn and put him behind by a turn. Yeah. Um, and then basically just the Pikaram and the Raichu Raichu, I think. Uh, I don't believe I used the Greninja GX at all. That's still more... quite a diverse cast of uh, GX Pokemon's in in the lightning more more lightning focused Mute three deck. So, yes, there's also an Incineroar in there, which <laughs> is it's very nice if you get to use the GX. But yeah, I didn't have the opportunity to do that at all. And that's the the Incineroar that's using basically three colorless for all of its attacks, right? Yeah. Correct. Right. Yeah, his GX does fifty times the amount of damage counters on there, so you can hit, you can hit into the thousands pretty easily. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's very nice against uh, Colossal because uh, they're gonna like they'll hit you once and then you could just knock them out. Yep. In return. Yeah. That's sure. that's a great addition to throw into that deck, uh, especially for that counter and even Santa Scorch, who could be bulking in health depending on how the person builds it. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, that's also yeah. It's it's nice counter to the big GX or uh, big uh, V maxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Okay, so um, let's kind of go through your matchup spread. Um, start at the beginning. Uh, what what did you face at first, and how how did that matchup go? Uh so I played against uh, Colton in his Senti Valley deck. Mm-hmm. Um, I not gonna lie i got a bit lucky he was having trouble finding the cards that he needed uh i specifically remember the second game he wasn't able to find a sent to scorch v max until he had about 11 cards in his deck oh shit so that was really rough for him uh the first game i paralyzed him and he was unable to find a switch after digging through about 20 cards so (laughs) i was very, very unlucky for him on that on that front. Yeah, it sounds a little unfortunate for him, but I mean, right. for you, I mean, um, you take a probably a matchup that's a semi favored to the the uh, Santa Scorch, uh, um, and you know, your Mewtwo can you know prevail. So, um, I still, I mean, he might have got a little unlucky, or you got lucky on him not finding it, but I mean. Your skill yeah. prevailed, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, he, again, it sounds like you were making the right plays with the, the fact that you, you did do the stun lock, the paralyze, and, you know, that that makes or break a game sometimes, and in this case, it was. Yeah, that's just, that's like a – that's what I, I really like that attack because it can, like, really turn around – like, it could be like a great bring-back mechanic, like, mm-hmm. turn around the whole game. Especially if you can get the reset stamp oh, yeah. <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. I think you used that uh, in our matchup in our, in the, <laughs> against me uh, in the last tag team. Because I, I, I think you stunlocked my Eternatus with your, the Raichu and then hit me with that. And I was just, I just kind of sat there. and, and with, Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you won the last one, correct? The second one? No, no. Ryan did. I did not. I um, I've only been able to participate in the one and have not been able to actually uh, uh, since then. So. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, which, oh yeah, Ryan. That's right. Ryan beat me with the yeah the <laughs> other Picarom. Yep. Yeah. It's, yeah. He had a great catcher in there. That that was that came in very clutch for him, and I it, like made me want to put one into my deck as well. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, um, I, I knew it was just a matter of time before you, you cracked, um, you know, the team. Cause in the first qualifier, we ended up playing our, I mean, there was no cut, but we ended up playing basically a winning in game against each other. Um, and I, I squeaked one out and then you went into the finals again, um, in the second one and, you know, Ryan squeaked it out there. Um, so you were just knocking on the door the whole time. And then, yeah, uh, this, uh, this time you kind of just, you, you blew everybody's doors off. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that the, the, le- uh, I was one small mistake from possibly losing my second matchup. So let's go into the second Uh, so the second one I played against ADP, um, and, we the first two game the first two games were very close. Uh, I was able to win the f- the first one. Yeah, I was able to win the first one. He won the second one. I think I made a mistake by he he had an Eldegoss stuck in the active, uh, and I was able to KO it turn one with the Vile Plume, mm-hmm. and that was able that allowed him to get the ADP into the active and get off the GX move. So I think that in hindsight that was probably a mistake doing that uh, i mean is, i mean it's always great to take prizes against adp before he can take prizes against you so i mean i mean i didn't watch the game and i don't know how it kind of transpired but it doesn't sound like a a major mistake to me um yeah i that's what i thought is like you got you always got to try and get prizes while you can against ADP. So yeah, because if he, yeah, he ultra creations, he's on a two, uh, a two turn win clock. So if you can knock something out and be on a two win, uh, a two turn win clock before he actually gets his GX off. I mean, I, I, it sounds like a win to me. Yeah. It's uh, also, it it also is interesting. Cause it, it sounds like he didn't get, um, he didn't do ultimate Ray yet. So he might not have anything set up in the bench. So taking the knockout. And then if you, I guess, can you follow up, uh, you know, play the rest? Of, do you remember how that rest played out? Cause I'm almost interested in like, did after he GX, what did you do? Well, after he GX, uh, see, this is where I thought it was the mistake. Cause I had a, I had a bolt on the board and I could have accelerated energy on that first turn. But mm-hmm. I decided to go for the knockout, and um, the next turn I wasn't a, I wasn't really able to do much as far uh, as like damage. So I, I switched uh, into Bolton and uh, after electrified the, at that one. Electrified on the I second see. turn. I see. So you, so you, because although you got the knockout, you were actually behind an energy acceleration yourself. So yes. it kind of was like a weird reset. Yeah, I think I believe my Tapu Coco may have been prized as well, Ooh. and I didn't know that at the at the time. So yeah, oh. that, so but, so I mean, you may you okay? So you it may have been a mistake or not, um, but yeah, going into game three, how that how that go and um, play out? Uh game three, I went well. ADP always wants to go first, so this time I decided to go first instead. Yes, with Instead of trying to electrify turn one, I thought it would be worth the risk to go with a turn two full blitz if I can do that instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was able to pull it off. Um, and then we traded pretty much evenly from there on out. And at the very end, he uh, he attacked in, or he he uh, brave bladed into my Raichu Raichu that he thought would be a knockout 
but he had forgotten about the resistance. Mm-hmm. And even with the vitality band, it was 10 HP short. Um, wow. Yep. So that was the small mistake that I think, because even if, if he did knock it out, he would have still had two prizes remaining and I had a way to paralyze him and I, I could have marnied him, mm-hmm. but I didn't have reset stamps. So I don't know how it would have played out from there, but after the Raichu Raichu was able to survive, I was able to lightning ride GX for the win on the Saucian. Nice. Cool. So yeah, you, uh, you, you took down ADP, everybody's favorite, favorite deck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then, yeah, you win. Uh, you win against uh, Dan uh, and Durko in the final rounds, and he was playing a uh, Domfan Spirit Tomb. And actually, um, a couple of our community members got to actually watch that game on on your uh, Twitch channel, and it was a very interesting game. So, kind of walk us through the finals. Um, you know, since we had a smaller tournament, there, there was only round three or three rounds, uh, best of three going. Um, uh, and then just basically the one undefeated made made the made the team. Uh, yeah, so much respect to my opponent because I really like that deck, but I was always I'm always too afraid to play it because <laughs> it's not very consistent. Um, but I do really like that deck. And uh, first, I believe the first game, uh, I went. He picked first, or I picked second. I can't remember. I remember I went second, but I can't remember who won the coin flip. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really hit anything on my first turn, so I ended up using the horror whorehouse to set him back. Uh was able to take a knockout on his jinx the turn two because I think he switched out. He didn't want to lose the Dawn fan. Mm-hmm. Um but having the the Mewtwo's in that matchup is very key because I was able to keep out all the fighting weak Pokemon like the Pikachu and uh, Raichu Raichu. Yeah, that's that's definitely um, where you really see um, Mew, Mew Mewtwo. Mew, Mew, yeah, Mew, yeah, exactly. He he's there basically to provide um, you know a different kind of weakness uh, to give you a variety of different attackers. Yeah. Um, and second game, or wait, uh, I think that was the first game. I start. I think I started with the. Megalopony, Megalopony Jigglypuff for yeah. the first two games. And that first one, he th- thinks that he made the mistake by going after that instead of hitting into the Mewtwo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was able to just run the rest of the game with that first Mewtwo, basically, until the very end. I guess I had a different one set up. I, I well. think what he was... Because uh, I think he got the knockout on your, your Megalopony to start. Uh, and then that, the, I think the next time he attacked, he gusted up, I think a bull ton to try to take extra prizes or, or to get a knockout. Uh, and I think the mistake was that he didn't hit into your Mewtwo because then he could have, you know, possibly, um, you don't know how the game is going to shake out, but possibly yeah. still just, uh, to hit your Mewtwo instead. Um, instead, I think you, you, um, he was down to one prize remaining and you reset stamped him. I think that is, yeah, I think that's correct. Uh, yeah, that, that. That sounds correct. At the, now that I think about it, mm-hmm. kind of a little fuzzy between no. the, the first and second games. Yeah. 
Oh, they they just they kind of run into each other, so no, it's understandable. Yeah, yeah, they can they can they can sometimes. I mean, you get caught up in the moment of it, so you know, <laughs> it's amazing when someone's like, "Yeah, I did this on round two. and this, you know, <laughs> it it's impressive to just remember it because I'm thinking, okay, what's going on right now <laughs> when I'm in a match? Not yeah. what am I going to think about later? So yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, you won game one. Um, Going into game two, I, I think you probably felt pretty comfortable, huh? Uh, no, I would. It's <laughs> it's it feels it, it's tough against like the one prize or decks because you just gotta. I feel like you gotta hit the right stuff at the the right times, or else yeah. you're not gonna be able to trade prizes efficiently. Mm-hmm. And knowing that he has two great catchers in there, and he can just like pull out my Dedenes whenever um, I think that's probably what happened in game two. He, I think he ran away with game two pretty easily. If I remember correctly, I didn't do much in game two. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, well, I mean, so it's the best of three, so it leaves you open. So yeah, even if he, you know, blows door out, uh, blows the doors off. Um, I mean, you're still set up in a good situation, especially winning game one, you get to kind of choose um, your fate going into game three i think yeah Um, and i decided to go first in game three as mm -hmm. a to so i could hopefully get either like the i guess the vile plume was more important uh or like the greninja to be able to get some turn two knockouts and start getting prizes as fast as possible yeah plus plus against spear tomb and the stone fan don fan needs to be evolved to be effective right and then you yep. have spear tomb needs to build up so you shutting down the you know you already slowing down the attacks makes a lot of sense um in preventing you know by going first it that actually really dictates the, the how that player has to respond yeah i was just i was just hoping to if if, if i couldn't get a turn two knockout i think it might have played out differently but mm-hmm. I was able to get, get that off. So that uh, helped me uh, trade prizes efficiently for the rest of the game. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so you were ahead in the in the, the prize race. Um, was there any notable things the rest of the way um, that you can remember in that matchup? Uh, <laughs> the one, yeah, I had this, this play planned out a couple turns ahead of time, mm-hmm. and I... I almost threw it because I didn't <laughs> read the miraculous duo GX attack properly. Um, <laughs> so I, that attack, it's very, very rarely ever used. So mm. I didn't know it needed the extra energy for the heal effect. Oh uh, so <laughs> yeah. I'm trying I to had about a hundred, 170 damage on me, I believe. And I went to use that. I knocked out a spear tomb for 200 damage. And I was like, where's the heal? Where's the heal? And then I looked at the car. I was like, Oh, <laughs> I think almost... I remember watching that. And then like, there was like this awkward silence and you're like, wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. I was confused for a second there. And then I forget what he would have needed after that. But if he would have gotten it, I think that would have won him the game. Wow. So oh, super close. Um, all three think, games. And what's yes. that? Sorry, sorry about that. 
Uh, I just, I think he needed a great catcher. I think that's what I was, was uh, going to say. To get exactly, yeah, to take it out, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so you know, um, you took you took down the field in, in the in the third one. You had success in the first two, um, just barely falling short. Um, so I'm I'm super pumped for you and happy to have you as a teammate. Um, you're you're always been considered one of the um, better players in the area. You're always a very consistent player, and I. Like I said, I couldn't be happier to have you as a teammate. Oh, thank you. I feel the same way as you as you or about you guys. All right. So Jake, we got you, Ryan, and now Mike on the mm-hmm. team. There's one more qualifier coming up. Yep. Um, you know Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. Oh. I'm not gonna <laughs> make it. <laughs> I'll 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 uh I'll keep I'll come watch for a little bit. Can't miss the Super Bowl though. Yeah, I can watch It'll the Super Bowl by and kind It'll of be, watch it, the game. It, it's and... gonna be over by then, but I'm actually yeah, for sure. I, I, I'm not gonna be near a computer. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why not? Uh house fun house stuff. And it's also my birthday, so it's like uh, okay. everything combo and combining together. But uh That's you know, so with you know, we don't have Ryan here with us today, but uh, you know, with you two right now, you know, Mike, what are you kind of thinking in terms of strategy for the tag team at this point? Um, you know, what are you feeling uh, in terms of what you guys might be considering to look at the play? You know, like, ha- have you or have you thought about the the next step, which is how you're going to participate in this? Uh, well, I play there's like a few decks that I really like know how to pilot. So. I'm mm-hmm. probably plan on playing one of those uh Picaram, uh baby blowns, but I don't really like that one as much anymore. So uh I was already talking to Jake about testing the welder box with the like the two the tempos are yeah, 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 yeah the two blowns thrown in there to uh to like get the big knockouts if it's possible towards the end. Uh, I've, I've played the one without the blowns before that. I didn't really like it, but I can see how that addition can actually put that deck over the top. Especially yeah, I, if you're I, able to get off a big attack turn one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I played against it a few times in some of these um, uh, community run on online tournaments and it's, it seems to be very solid. I'm not really a baby Blacephalon player, but um, for somebody years ago, I've seen you pilot just the regular. Um, so I, I don't see you having any issues um, piloting this. But obviously, you know, we're going to test and see what works best for every single one of us um, and what works best as a kind of for the team. So um, definitely don't want to put you in a position that you're, you know, not comfortable with. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like I could probably play pretty much everything. I Well, I can't pilot Luke Metal at all. I've tried over the past couple weeks and I just mm-hmm. it's a tricky I don't one. know. I don't know when to like, I don't know when's best to like go in for the full metal wall or, and stuff like that. Like I feel like I always try to just get it off as soon as possible, but I don't think that's the right play. I know just playing against it feel like just um, the threat of it is always like looming. (laughs) Yeah. Looming. So sometimes you don't want to put your big attacker up there um because yeah that's looming and it it possibly can just strip all your energy so yeah it's it's definitely more skill intense than i think a lot of people give it credit for right it's it luke metal is a is a tricky piece to handle and like you said that the timing of full metal is is 
almost the most critical thing that you need to do for that for that deck and you know plus it's it's a weird deck like a like you you play Picaram, you've played the mu3 um and, and baby plants which is very i'm going to knock out as fast as humanly possible uh, with yeah. a bunch of tools that way and then luke metal's like nah nah <laughs> we're just, just not gonna, gonna do anything this round yeah, so, it's just gonna heal and sit behind a doll yeah <laughs> for a round or two <laughs> yeah so no, 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 that's interesting because, like I said, it's with the team shaping up and everything the way it is, um, you know, I find this going to be starting to be the fun part uh, as the team comes together that, you know, who's going to play what, how they're going to play, it, and then how you guys are going to practice about it too, which, you know, we've been starting to do a little bit of on-stream practice and, you know, we look, you know, I'm here to help support the team as much as possible uh, from the practice standpoint. So, you know, I look forward to being able to do that with you too, Mike. So, but yeah, um, uh, congratulations again. Like I said, I can't be more uh, happier for you that, you know, that you, you finally broke through, you were, you were knocking on the door, uh, you know, two in a row and you, you know, third time's a charm. Um, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so before we get out of here, uh, do you have any uh, plugs or, or shout outs you want to give out? Uh, I'm just going to shout out to my friend, uh, Brian, helped me get back in this game. And um, I basically only have a a Twitch that I stream on very rarely, twitch.tv slash stizzy412. And I think that's about it. Very cool. We'll have a link to that in the show notes uh, of the episode too. So, uh, yeah, for those interested, uh, and actually, go check out the, his matchups that way. If you guys want to see how uh, the you know some of these played out, they're going to be on Twitch for a little while. So we encourage you, everyone, to go check out this. It's a Are pretty, they? Do, yep. Or do I yeah. have to record that? I don't think I recorded. No, nope, nope. they'll I be just... they'll be right up on Twitch automatically for a minimum of fourteen days, and then you can export them out uh, to YouTube if you want to later. So oh, that's and, cool. And the interesting thing about that, at least that finals game, I don't know if you did the, uh, the rounds before, but you get to. Uh, they were talking to each other through Discord, so they were actually like interacting with each other not just like a regular ptcgo match so it, it, it there was back and forth between the players all friendly banter but um it was definitely interesting to watch while being able to listen to them and their kind of thought process through the through the game as well yeah that's uh being in D- discord uh is is nice like you, you know like being able to interact with the other players yeah, I think that's what a lot of people are missing. So yep. whenever there's opportunity to do that, I think it's just awesome. Yep. All right. Well, that, congrats again, Mike, and welcome to the team. So I think that's just going to do it for this bonus episode. All right. Thanks for having me. Thank you again for listening to the Triple P Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at PitPokePod. You can join our Facebook group and Discord server to play and chat all things Pokemon. Check out our YouTube channel, and we stream openings, matches, and events on twitch.tv slash Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast.